when we decided to put this podcast together, I thought, oh my gosh, I got to get somebody really, really smart and somebody that can really, really talk to do this with me. And Kelly, I thought about you. You're so amazing. You have come in and you've talked to us at our Elevate series a couple of different times. And you just, people just love, love to hear you talk. Well, well, thank you. I can. I, I know that I can carry through on the talking part, but the smart part, I'm not sure. <laughs> sure, I can handle that, but we'll see. I will tell you, you have a big fan club out there. I don't know if you know that or not, but you have a huge fan club. Uh, I get these people all the time that just tell me how much they love training with you. You're a fitness guy, obviously, uh, but you are just a, a, a amazing person. I noticed on your Facebook page, your Facebook page says. Behavioral Change Specialist. Yes. What a cool title. Well, I think it, it's it's better than Life Coach, I think. Yeah. I don't, that just, to me, it seems like a lot of people are getting into that area. Absolutely. And with the Behavioral Change, it is a certification through NASM. It's National Academy of Sports Medicine. And so, I, you know, I wanted to be official. And so that's what the, the, that's the certification that I chose. I think it's a great certification. You know, everybody has got changes that they're wanting to go through in their life. Let's talk a little bit about you and your background before we get started and let people kind of know who you are. Uh, Kelly, you have been in the fitness industry for how long? 37 years. 37 years. Okay. And you've helped thousands of people get fit. Well, I've, I've given a lot of information out. There and, you go. Uh, you know, I, it's funny. I'm a behavioral change specialist, but there's only one person that we can change, and that's ourself. So... Well, what my goal is to give some tools that we, we've never been given. Uh, you know, in, in, in high school, we, uh, we teach, we, we learn math and science, but nobody ever tells us that when we go out into the real world, things are going to be a lot different. Uh, we can use these things in our jobs, but sometimes we get into a position where we're making all this money, but we're miserable. And uh, so that's, that's where I come in, and I try to help people to – kind of clarify and evaluate their thoughts. And if you think about it, I mean, we don't learn this anywhere. And I think if you're seeking it out, you go to the bookstore and there's like thousands of books on self-help. And uh, you also can go on the internet now and there's all these uh, programs that are, you know, they promise to make you change overnight. And unfortunately, that's not the way it is with uh, the, the mental aspects mm -hmm. and it's also not the way it is with the physical aspects. You know, as far as dieting goes, you know, you mm -hmm. lose 30 pounds in 30 days. And, 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 you know, for the first 30, I'd say 30 years, uh, or maybe even less than that, 28, I was really, since I've been to health and fitness, I focused more on the diet and the exercise. Mm -hmm. Because there is, uh, there's very specific, it's called the uh, specific adaptation to impose demand, the SAD principle. And we know exactly what we need to do nutritionally and through our exercise to reach a specific goal. And, um, but that doesn't sound real sexy. Mm -hmm. And so what they'll do is you'll see models on the Internet. They're doing certain things. But a lot of times, unfortunately, it's taken us further away from where we really want to be. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to spend that much time at the gym. Uh, you don't have to starve yourself. So it's really about educating people about health and fitness. But even after I do that – we really aren't talking about the, the real problem. The problem is not, uh, it's not that we can't see the problem, it's that we can't see the solution. And a lot of times the reason why we overeat is not because the food tastes good, it's because food has become a way of escaping, uh, it's, it's become a way of increasing our dopamine, which makes us feel better, so it pulls us up out 
of some funk we may be in. And uh, so with the behavioral component, what I'm trying to do is teach people to become more aware of the emotion so that we can act with more logic and reason. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then there's, there's three things, really, logic and reason, uh, acceptance. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a hard time accepting what's happened. And what is, is. It's already happened. So trying to change what happened, we kind of get ourselves into this stress, anxiety, uh, whirlwind that we can't get out of. And, uh, and then also the last thing would be control. You control the controllables. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you can't control it, then why should we think about it anymore? And a lot of times what I'll do is I, it's like having our iPhone and you know how we clear the mess from it so mm-hmm. that it functions better? Absolutely. Well, that's what I'm trying to do or give people the tools where they can clear their, their head mm-hmm. so that they can see more clearly. And uh, the lens is not so clouded. We're trying mm-hmm. to see through a clear lens. You know, you're saying a lot of stuff here and, and, I, and I agree with you, but I'm sitting here thinking eating it's so such a social thing for me, for yes. instance. Yeah. I mean, I eat with people. I love food. I love good food. And it's like a time you sit down with your friends and you just enjoy a great meal at the end of the day, you know, or a great lunch. I mean, we obviously serve a lot of food here at the Success Center. And it's just, it's, it's just a time to just sit down and socialize. Sure. Yeah, and, and, and that's okay, except for if you look at the statistics, 40% of Americans are overweight or obese. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, you know, 30% of school-aged children. Mm-hmm. And we see some of the highest rate of diabetes occurring in mm-hmm. the young children. You know, True. they used to call it type 2 diabetes was called adult onset. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's just type 2 because we're seeing more and more children. Really? Okay. That, that, are, that are diabetic. It's interesting that you said this. I had this conversation with my son the other night. We were at dinner, and he said, Mom, you know, he's 16, and he's into gaming and stuff like that. But he said, Mom, kids look different now than they used to, and you can tell one that's a gamer. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, usually they're underweight because they don't eat, and they've got bags under their eye because they don't sleep. True, spending and hours and yes, hours. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But they're out of, out of shape, but they're not eating either. He said, you can spot one anywhere, he said. And then you have some kids that just kind of munch as they're gaming, and so and maybe they're overweight. But, but typically, he said, you can, you can pick a gamer out. These kids can't. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? It, it is. And, you know, neuroscientists say that this is the first time in the history of man that there's more information coming in than our brain can process. Man, I believe that. And, and that's so it's creating all of these cognitive distortions that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can look at, you know, uh, when it comes to girls, there's a real high rate of stress and anxiety and body image disorder because what we see on the Internet, like on these, say, Facebook or some mm-hmm. of these other various uh, social media outlets, is you see the best, you know, the best uh, picture of this person, which even though we know, I've heard girls say, even though I know that it's made up, they, they, mm-hmm. uh, they color the teeth and mm-hmm. touch it up here and there, that still in your brain becomes locked in as, as a real picture. Well, you think about Barbie doll. Barbie doll taught the girls how they're supposed to look, you know, from a very young age. Barbie doll did. Yeah, and it, and it did. It, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 that created some problems with some girls. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was still, it's always been this way, but not to the degree we're seeing it now. And that's because there are no ugly people. Everybody mm-hmm. on these, these social media outlets are, are pretty. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's hard to compete, you know, mm-hmm. and they, and, and. Well, they have filters, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. Thank God. I hope that. we have a filter. Don't we have a filter today on us? <laughs> hope we do. Hope we do. I hope okay. so. 
<laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's distorted images that we're seeing, mm-hmm. and our brain can't differentiate between what's fiction and, 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 and what's not. So, um, I don't know, it's really hard, and, and I don't know where this ends. Nobody does. It's kind of like a new experiment with humanity. And, but we do know that what it's doing to the brain is it's causing us to be, it's called amygdala hijacked. And I don't know if we're, we want to get into all I that. Love right off the bat. I love this. I love this. This is exactly why I okay. have you here. You know, let, let, let's, let me talk about this in a second. The name of the show, okay. Elevate. Elevate. Our series on Thursdays, we train here in the Success Center. We have speakers come in. We called it Elevate. So, Elevate can be elevate your health, elevate your mind, elevate your uh, spirit, spirituality. It could be elevate, just elevating life. And that's what we're here to talk about. And that's what we named it Elevate. So, but no, this is your, okay. you are doing exactly what well, we wanted to do. Well, for, for us to elevate, I think at a personal level, mm-hmm. elevate myself, <clears throat> what I've got to do is I have to learn to control my emotions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many of us that I hear they sent a text and they just wish they could get it back. Or you send an email and you wish you could get it back. And what? Or eat that cookie I just or ate. The cookie, Gosh, yeah. so, I mean, I did a half a cookie, yeah. then went back and got the other half. Well, I wish half I is good. No, that's that. good. That's not bad. Um, so what, what's happening is, is our fight or flight mm-hmm. mechanism is being activated. And there is actually, there's a third component called freeze where we do nothing. But what's happening is with this information coming in, we're acting, we act on our emotions first. Mm-hmm. So we have this emotional feeling and, and that's created by a thought. There's something mm-hmm. called the cognitive triangle. Mm-hmm. So you have a thought, you're going to make a triangle, you have mm-hmm. an emotion and then you have a behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's happening is when we get hung up in that emotion, we're reacting too fast, okay? Because, and I'll give an example. That, that mechanism is very important to, in, let's say, in ancient times. Uh, if you were to step on a snake on the savannas, you, whoever jumped quickest mm-hmm. would survive. Well, you can see that even still taking place in today's modern society. If you're barefoot and you step on a water hose, you'll still jump. Right? Absolutely. Could be a water hose, but it, it's better that we jump because it mm-hmm. might be the snake. Mm-hmm. And so what that is, that, that's a survival mechanism, and it's very, very important. But what we have to do in modern society is we need to stop and take a deep breath first before we respond. So the fight or flight, now, of course, if someone's coming at you with a gun, mm-hmm. there, there are times when we need to react rather than think. Mm-hmm. But in, in, we're, most of the time we're indoors, mm-hmm. and we're communicating with people. And so that response doesn't need to be as fast. It's not a life or death situation. I find that when I'm having a conversation with someone, uh, when they say something and you say, you know, let me think about that for a second. It really affects the other person because they're like, oh, my gosh, they're thinking. What are they thinking about? Mm-hmm. But what I'll be able to do is calm myself so that I can give an appropriate answer. It's not based on emotions. Mm-hmm. So clarifying and evaluating the feelings that I'm feeling uh, really helped me to respond in a more favorable manner so that I'm not embarrassed about it mm-hmm. or want to take it back. And that's hard because, again, the amygdala is kind of always stimulated where it didn't used to be. Mm-hmm. It's always stimulated, and that's because the information's coming in. It's information overload. And so we've got to be very, very careful with our reaction, our response, uh, because of this mechanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's a great book by Robert Saplowski. He is an uh, evolutionary biologist in sta- at Stanford. And the book is called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. 
And, you know, humans, we're, we're part of the mammalian family. We're mammals. But we're the only mammals that get this specific stomach ulcer. And so what they've done is they've done studies on this. And the thing about other mammals is their stress is episodic. It only happens on an episode. Let's say the zebra is getting a sip of water from the Nile River, and he sees a little disruption in the water. It's in that zebra's best interest to jump up high mm-hmm. and get out of there. Mm-hmm. And, and after he gets out of there, he start, starts eating grass. He's not thinking about, why didn't the alligator get me? I wonder if it was an alligator. You know, did the alligator not like me because I don't look tasty enough? <laughs> he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. But we do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we having do. this conscious component to, to humans, you know, it is a blessing and it is a curse. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was John Milton said, you know, our mind is what we make it. We can make a heaven out of hell or a hell out of heaven. And uh, so, so really what we've got to do is we've got to s- start clarifying and evaluating a little bit more our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I want so to do. So let's talk tools. about that a little bit. You know, obviously you've got to be conscious that you're doing that. It's, it's, it's got to be something that you do. You have a morning routine. Let's talk about that morning routine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there was a point that I was, I was burnt out on training. Mm-hmm. Uh, I own my own building. I mean, I was highly invested in what I do. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, what else could I do? Because I just can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought nobody was listening to me about the workout programs because I didn't have that high of a success rate. Uh, but yet I did have some people that were very successful, uh, employees, you know, I was getting to where some wouldn't show up for work. So I was having to work extra and you know how it is owning your own business. Absolutely. It stops with you. And, uh, man, I bet it is frustrating being a fitness coach trainer. And then you don't see the progress, right? even though they're coming in every few days to see you. And they're paying you money. They're paying you money and you're supposed to fix them. Right. And you can't because you can't stop them from putting the food in their mouth. You can't. I mean, I've got you one hour. You know, I can't go home with you and feed you. So it it was very frustrating. Mm -hmm. I can say now that I'm not frustrated Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. I've changed. Mm -hmm. And that's the cool thing. The the world is going to continue as it is. I've got to learn how to find how to live in this world in a way that doesn't bother me at all. And there's a uh, word, a Tramachia, and it means lack of disturbance. Hmm. Atramachia. Tramachia is disturbance, and atramachia is lack of disturbance. And so there was a very valuable thing. You know, we're talking about my morning, get back to my morning uh, ritual. You know, what I had to do is in, in, in neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, mm-hmm. I'm also certified in that, uh, th- their, their philosophy is that our brain is a computer, and we are the programmer. Okay, so if I'm thinking flawed, if my thinking is flawed, if the computer, if my processing is flawed, it's not the brain, it's the processor. It's what I've been telling myself. It's what I educate myself. It's what I watch on TV. Uh, t- uh, Thomas, uh, let me see, uh, John Hume said, tell me with whom you consort, and I will tell you who you are. And so it's, we're, a, we're a, a combination of all of these things, our environment and who we hang around. And, uh, and, and being in the gym and thinking that it was them, you know, I would hit my alarm every morning, and I'm not going to say the word that I would say out loud, but I would say <laughs> it starts with S, you know. Mm-hmm. And then what I would do is when you say that word, what you want to do is validate that word because you can't be wrong. Mm-hmm. 
you want to justify it. You know, I got so-and-so coming in at 7 o'clock. I got that person coming in at 8. This day is going to be horrible. Nobody's mm-hmm. listening to me. And I would be in the shower going through all of that. And mm-hmm. you create your reality. Mm-hmm. You create your own universe. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to start reprogramming the computer. So I had to write down the word S. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what word could I use that's better than that? And I came up with the word opportunity. I love it. You know, the fact that I woke up today, I have an opportunity. I have an opportunity to help to change people's lives. But I also realized, as I said earlier, that there's really only one person I can change, and that's me. And I've told my clients, you know, sometimes when they're very, very successful, they say, you know, it was all you. I don't take credit for the wins, and I don't take blame for the losses. I'm just here to help people. Mm-hmm. And what you do with it, it's, it's on you, you know. And then what happens is I'm into my next hour, and I go with the next person. I'm in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that, that really changed everything, starting off with opportunity and then doing some things like a meditation. I don't really meditate. I'm too active and busy, and I don't think all of us are capable of doing that. I think probably one of the worst things you can do is tell these highly driven motive, uh, these uh, professionals to try to meditate because we can't. Can't That's sit still long so enough. Busy. Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're so successful because we're busy. Mm-hmm. But what we can do, I can find moments in my day where I can do that. So mm-hmm. the shower, just not, don't allow. Think about the water hitting your mm-hmm. head, your body. Uh, I do one ritual a, a week, which is usually Sundays. I go kayak fishing. Ah. And I've, I've, with intention, mm-hmm. I notice the smoke coming off of the water. I notice the bird in the sky. When I'm in Lake Palestine, I mean, I've seen eagles come down and catch fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, you know, it's just incredible moments like mm-hmm. that to learn to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you, you, we have to start relearning to program, reprogram mm-hmm. our computer. It can be done. Now, if... If the first thing that you say to me is, well, but that's hard. Well, everything is hard. And anything in our life that is of any value, it's come from hard work. You know, you don't, you don't feel really good and you don't build confidence and self-esteem from accomplishing easy things. Absolutely. That, that's where that's built is in, the, in those moments of stress and struggle and suffering. And... Uh, I'm, I, you know, I've told you I'm working on a book, and it was funny because I got to looking back at the chapters. My largest chapter was on suffering. And, you know, I think if you look at today's society, you know, a lot of people, you know, we wonder what's going on with our kids. And I think that one of the biggest things that's going on is that we do not allow them to suffer because it hurts us more. We could do a whole show on that. Oh, we could. We could. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. And so we, we've taken away all of these teachable moments. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, uh, I mean, if I'm not suffering, mm-hmm. I'm really not trying. Uh, the gym is a good metaphor, but I don't look at suffering as a negative thing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I don't, I'm not suffering in a way of with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm suffering with trying to stress myself to a greater level. You know, uh, if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, there's like a triangle. And the very top of it is called self-actualization. Mm-hmm. And that's where you reach your full potential. And he said, what a man can be, he must be. And so that's kind of what I'm striving for. You know, it's, there's, not any, there's not any particular vision or goal, you mm-hmm. know, and it's not about money. Uh, I think that if you do a good job, that happens to be a, a component of it. 
Absolutely a byproduct of it. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you. You know, when we talked a little bit earlier, uh, when, before we started to do this podcast, I had heard about your morning ritual, uh, and it includes journaling. Journaling, yes. Yeah. Tell, talk okay. to us about kind of what you write in the mornings. What do you write about? Okay. Uh, well, you know, when I, when, I, when I was going through this process of retraining my brain, I noticed that all successful people journaled. I mean, and I go way back, you know, Marcus Aurelius, while he was battling in war, his, his journaling, his book of meditations is unbelievable. How do you stay calm mm-hmm. in, in that kind of situation? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, a lot of our presidents, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson, uh, all of our great leaders, they, they all journaled. And uh, so I started looking into that. Now, cognitive behavioral therapy, I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, and stoicism, they're kind of one and the same. It's all. It's about. It's about controlling our mind, being calm in in stressful situations. Uh, journaling was one of the big, uh, the biggest component in that, and I thought, well, I'm going to give it a try. And you know, the first day you might sit there and stare at your piece of paper. What am I? I don't know what I'm journaling about. You know, I don't know what to what to write down. Uh, I may write down that you know what I'm. I've have an opportunity today. Mm-hmm. Start with that. Uh, what I started doing is during my sessions with my clients people would say things that like sparked a a fire in me and what i would do is i'd say hold on one second and Mm -hmm. i would write down for instance somebody said yesterday's coffee i thought that was interesting he wrote down yesterday's coffee one man i was talking to i said so are you happy with your life and what you've done Mm -hmm. and and i love what he said he said i like what i did but not what it did to me Mm, wow um I was speaking with another guy, and we were negotiating a price on something, and he's an older man. He said, you know what? It's getting late. Let's do the deal. So it's getting late. Mm. And what I'll do is out of all of these all of these comments, I would write about those and what that really meant. Mm-hmm. And then what I noticed is that, and this was out of the blue. I had no mm-hmm. intention of doing this, but some of the things I was writing, it just they, they, they rhymed. Hmm. And so there was a, it, this all started with, uh, well, with the rhyming, the the poetry, is that my wife did not want me to get her any any more any gifts for mm-hmm. for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Just give me a card. I don't want anything because we get whatever we want mm-hmm. when we want it. So instead of getting her a birthday card, I wrote her a little little poem. Ah. And uh, she opened it, and the first thing that kind of surprised me is she goes, "Where did you get this?" And so I thought, wow, it was good enough that she thought I couldn't have done that. Ah, she thought you logged into AI, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. So I. Uh, well, this was 10 years ago, so it was before way, way AI. before AI. Uh, yeah. So what happened is every morning when I get in, usually I'll write a poem. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I've done that for, well, I have over 3,000 now because I was figuring oh I've gosh. done it every day for 365 days a year. And, I mean, I've just done, sometimes I do a two or three. every yes. day. That's amazing. Yeah. So back to the journaling. But the, the journaling, did you do you talk about what's happened the day before or the day that you're going up on and you do it in the morning. Is that correct? Yes, I do it in the morning. It could be, uh, well, you know, the poems are a lot about what I'm thinking. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it just, I like to make it rhyme and mm-hmm. I, I, I can go deeper actually. I think with that, than I can just writing it down. Now I wouldn't recommend Did you start out though, just writing it down because I mean, if we're listening to our, or our average person that's maybe watching us today, going to go kelly there's no way i could write a poem every day well, you know and that's what sure. i'm thinking but i could journal and say talk about the day prior or talk about what's going on that sure day. you know what i would recommend is mm-hmm. to start off with some things you'd like to change 
Okay. Or what I'll tell people is like, write down, how do I want my life to be? I love it. Okay. And then you, you do that. You do a personal. Mm-hmm. You do a career. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could do your family. You could write down different and go through each one of those. How do I want my life to be in each one of those categories? Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, you know, you can also do that as, um, as uh, like a blueprint. And I recommend the SMART uh, template for that. It, SMART is a uh, is an uh, um, now uh, not a, what am I trying acronym. to say? An allegor- uh, acronym. acronym. Yes, thank you. It's an acronym. So it's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. And we really start to create a blueprint for our life. You think about it, we do it for our jobs. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense that we do it for for ourselves Mm -hmm. you know uh we've been my in my household we keep a gratitude journal grateful at the end of the day we talk about the three to six things that we were grateful for that day and you know when you're raising a teenagers especially in kids if you start them out doing that i mean it's it's amazing how their perspective changes when you teach them gratitude You, you know our kids uh their frontal lobe is not developed. Women, girls, they say around twenty-two to twenty-three, mm-hmm. and males around twenty-seven to twenty-eight. Uh, now, the frontal lobe is known as the executive director mm-hmm. of our behavior. It controls our impulses. Mm-hmm. Okay, a you want guys on the front line in the Marines or the or the SEALs that are below twenty-eight, because they will run into a building firing away. Me being 57, I'm going to let them go first. Yeah, exactly. Right? But exactly. but at, that, at one time, I'll tell you, I would have ran in there with no mm-hmm. thought at all. Mm-hmm. Testosterone's high. Wide open. Oh, I, you know, adrenaline's going. Mm-hmm. You know, your your mm-hmm. vasodilation, you're re- injecting glucose mm-hmm. into the bloodstream. I'm in there. Mm-hmm. But at a, as we get older, we think a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. You know, the consequences of doing these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think as a parent... Really, we've always looked at it. We don't teach our kids what to think. We teach them how to think. Mm-hmm. Let them problem solve. You know, if they say, well, I don't know. What do you think about this? I don't know. What do you think about it? And then if they say that, go, well, this could happen. So it's kind of like bumper pads on a, mm-hmm. on a bowling lane. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of bumping them back in, you mm-hmm. know. But let them come to the conclusion. You know, teach them. That's a great time to. Kelly, that's so hard. To teach, you teach, know, my husband's that way. I'm not. My kid asks me anything. I just tell him exactly what I think. But, and I need to take that time and, yeah. and guide him a just little say, bit Just say, what more. do you think? You know, yeah. you don't, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a long conversation, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Tell me what you're thinking about mm-hmm. it. And, and get that, get that frontal lobe activated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but with our kids, like, like the, you know, you said you started with the gratitude. Well, mm-hmm. around our house, we've always eaten a clean diet. Mm. And uh, it was very funny the first time we went to a birthday party. When my son, well, not the first time, but it was early on. My son was probably about five. Mm-hmm. And we left the party, and, and he was holding on to his seat with his body rigid. And I said, are you okay? And he said, yeah, I just feel like I want to go really fast. And I had remembered that the lady at the party, she gave him some Dr. Pepper. Oh, my. And he had never had that sugar and that caffeine like oh, that. Oh, wow. And so he, he just wanted to Hang go. It like he was going fast. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, you model the behavior you desire. Mm-hmm. And so we've always tried to be that model for our kids. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's easier because mm-hmm. they just they go into that as an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just makes life a lot easier when, as we get older. Absolutely. Your kids, I mean, you, how many children do you help have? 
We have two kids. We have a, a son that's 25 and a daughter that's 23. Connor is the 25 and Courtney is 23. Man, I, you know, I ran into Kim the other day and I asked her that question. I should have remembered, but I will tell you this. I, I just bravo for people that can raise kids, honestly, and that can get them raised and they're good and they're good people. You know, so many times we raise kids and you just hope on a prayer that they turn out okay. Yeah. It, it, well, it takes, I mean, it's important. I mean, of course, we've had them, so, but it just takes a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, I think, education and modeling. That's the main thing. And, 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 and being, you know, be that, be that example so they can see how we act. And we mm-hmm. always had them interacting with adults. Mm-hmm. You know, we never babied them. Uh, did the baby? T- I mean, we may have done the baby talk at one year old, but yeah. you know. But after that, we treated them like an adult. An adult. Mm-hmm. And so we never really had that hard transition, and mm-hmm. and we kept them busy, and you know, with different things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's sports. I mean, that could be whatever. Mm-hmm. So your wife, tell us, she's a counselor, is that right? She she has a, her master's in psychology. Man, uh, but she trains. She's like me. We train. Mm-hmm. She does some of the behavioral modification also. And she also works for a company here in town mm-hmm. and just helps with various things around there. A lot of that is also life coaching. I, I really foresee in the future companies are going to need that person either on staff or they're going to need someone that's available to come in. And No and, question. Yeah, no question. We're, we're I have agree to with you. It. We're I living agree. in a different time. And mm-hmm. if you're looking for employee uh, morale, mm-hmm. um, if you're looking for better, you know, uh, less tardiness at the job Mm -hmm. uh people who really feel good about themselves Mm -hmm. you know i mean we've done the teamwork thing Mm -hmm. and but we've got to take it more to the individual level Mm -hmm. and you know being an owner that will show your employees that you really care and and you'll help them to work through some of those things because you know you have a you get an office full of people we all see things a little bit different absolutely but kelly but not only that you know from a productive environment you know uh, running a team of people, I mean, we, we see it all the time. You put one or two people in the room that don't mesh. Uh-huh. I mean, it kills the production of the rest of them because of all the drama that goes on sure. that surrounds those people. And, you know, and HR can't always handle that. Right. But I, I can't agree with you more. You know, the, the funny thing is what I tell people is that person that bothers you the most mm-hmm. is the person you need the most. Hmm. The, 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 they are... They are letting you know that there is something there that's bothering you. Mm-hmm. You know, it only affects you if you allow it. Mm-hmm. So that time is not to look at that person. Why are they doing what they're doing? Mm-hmm. The question is, what is it about that that's bothering me? Okay, well, I'm just going to say it. There's some flawed individuals out there. There are, but there's a great opportunity for you to teach them to try to help. Mm. Not not do it overtly. But you know, I, I Kelly, I, I should have I should have met you a long time ago because I tried. I have tried. It it it's it's amazing. Let me tell you, I had a client that that bothered me, and Did it, you? it was that one that I would get in the shower and go, I can't believe I got that person at eight o'clock. What what, what would he do to bother you? Uh, it, it, okay, number one, they would question everything I had them doing, uh, and which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that didn't bother me that bad. Mm-hmm. But they had several issues, lower back issues, mm-hmm. knee issues. They would go, why aren't we doing that? Ah. They were always questioning. Second guessing. And mm-hmm. I said, well, we're not doing that because your back bothers you. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not doing that because of your knees. So we're mm-hmm. working around that. Mm-hmm. And they would act very frustrated, mm-hmm. you know. And we were very limited to what we could do. Mm-hmm. But it would bother me. But why did I let that bother me? This is a great moment for me to be able to explain. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not doing uh, walking lunges because it puts a lot of 
uh, sheer force mm-hmm. on your knees, mm-hmm. and that really affects your, your patella tendon. Mm-hmm. So it was a great opportunity for me. It, I looked forward to seeing this person mm-hmm. so much that when they canceled one day, I laughed at how I got upset ah. because I was missing an opportunity to be able to explain things. So mm-hmm. nothing changed. Mm-hmm. It's just I changed my perspective. Mm-hmm. I reframed what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. And so if you're the thing that bothers you the most becomes the thing you need the most, mm-hmm. there's no bother anymore. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we're going to have to do a whole show on that one. You know, I know that our time is up. And, man, I, I tell you, this has been so informative today. I have loved spending this, this time with you. And uh, we are going to come back next week again, and we're going to keep continuing this conversation. And we're going to zone in a little bit more on our topics, and we'll be putting that topic out here earlier in the week, and then we'll be dropping these every Friday. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you're doing this. This is something that is, uh, I think, so uh, progressive for Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we're, there's, we're all seeking knowledge. We're, we're hungry mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just glad that you're taking the time to do it. And I think the way you're doing it is, is perfect, and you're not sparing anything. No, we're not sparing anything. And, you know, people, when they see me, they think we're going to talk about real estate. We're not talking about real estate here. And just like with you with fitness, I mean, we're going to touch a little bit on fitness. But this is about elevating your whole being is what this show's about. Yes. And I mean, you may be a realtor, but who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, who am I? What am I doing here? And that's when you start finding that stuff out, mm-hmm. that's when you really reach your full potential. Absolutely. And we're here to help people. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So, Kelly, thank you today being with me. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to the next one that we do next week.